And we are here. Back again. Yeah. In the saddle. Recording. Not numbering these because we don't know what order these come out. <laughs> Dollar Menu Mid-Carters. Evangelistico, Pierre Abernathy. And we're going to talk about the life and time of us. Yeah, our characters. And this, I feel like this is where the real Dollar Menu Mid-Carter name comes to... Yeah, so this will probably also be the last podcast. Because we're going to talk about, uh, you know, our characters. Like different... We've done a lot of different characters. Three. Well... Yeah, but <laughs> we're going to kind of dive into this, so I guess we'll just start, like, talk about our training a little bit. We trained in a barn. Well, before uh, that, we trained in the side of a trailer park. Yeah, but that was only, like, a weekend. I don't know it, if that even But it, it gave us some memorable characters, like Harry C. Pickle. That's true. Which I is think. that guy's real name. Like, that's not a worker <laughs> name or anything. And his sister, who, uh... I don't remember her name. She was big, brother. And well, she, uh, had, when she got that doctor's note, she yeah. was going to be ring clear. And that's when I knew. So, <laughs> so there's a funny part about our wrestling history. Uh, like I had known Gary before we even got in the business. Uh, they went to high school together. And we would watch local access wrestling. Yeah. And we had watched this match. Uh, it was like an EHCW show. And these two guys, it was fucking horrible. <laughs> horrible. Even before you were a wrestler, we were, you yeah, knew. We were making fun of it. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, uh, an old buddy of ours finds this flyer place looking for wrestlers. And we, a name we can't say illegal. <laughs> he, I called the number. We set up to go meet this fella. At bowling? We, we go to his trailer. Okay. And it is who Anarchy fans or whatever would know is Jordan Lacey. Yep. We go to his home. He's talking to us. All that stuff's not important. But then <laughs> he puts in a VHS. He's I'm going to show you guys one of my matches. Here's like, what's important. And we're like, oh, okay. He's a wrestler. He puts in this match, and it's the same motherfucking street fight that <laughs> me and Gary made fun of like two weeks before. It was him. <laughs> so we're like, man, okay. But we wanted to get in the ring. Whatever. Yeah. So he he sets the ring up. Day one, he te- Lacey teaches us the bump or how he thinks we you bump, which is not how you do it. Day two, he looks right at me and Gary and goes, "Well, I've teached you boys everything I know." And I looked at that go, "Well, we're fucked. Like this can't be how this is supposed to be." I I, mm-hmm. I remember telling Gary, like, "There's no way that yeah. this is how this really works." You're in the business now, brother. Yeah, and then you know. We met at a bowling alley. That's yeah. where we met you for the first time. Uh, at, at the time, like, so let me tell a little bit of me. Yeah. There were two big promo. Well, there's one big local promotion. There was GCW, Gateway Championship yeah. Wrestling. And we would go, me and Gary would go to their shows. Yeah, so I would we, go every now and then. So we knew of them. And, like, we knew of the Broadways. And, like, we, I don't know if we knew about, like, RCW before we got in the business. Like, it was just GCW and South Broadway. That's mm-hmm. all we knew. Honestly, but, I didn't even know South Broadway. I knew of GCW, and yeah. I don't remember how. I think it was like a. I went to a RAW or something, and like I, I got a flyer for it. And that's I, I knew of Broadway because I knew Dingo. I knew Dingo before he got in the business. We Ooh. also went to high school together, right. and we ran in the same neighborhood together. And he had started training and had a match at Broadway, and I went and watched it. The his, Red his, Devil, yeah, his first ever match. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, would talk to my grandmother about this. Old Gma Petrie, and we had a choice. We could either I could either go to Gateway because they had a school. Yeah, but I remember they charged like five hundred dollars, yeah. which ain't was, that much, but it was a lot back then. But well, fuck you, it's a lot now. Shit, that's like I, a pair of gear that'll I last me a couple of years. Michael charges way more than that. Whatever. Uh, or I could uh, from public access call the number and uh, get trained and figure that out. Right. So I think we talked about it, and we're like, okay, well, let's see what this is all about. And so I called and talked to Lacey. So he had a number on public access. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a great idea. Fifteen years later, you learned something new. Yeah. And then uh, met you guys at a bowling alley. Yeah. Met Xavier Blackwell. He yeah. might listen to this. Well, we li- when we first met him, yeah. quick Blackwell story. He had um, the boots? No, it was uh, Lacey pulls me and like leans over to us. He's like, "Hey, man, you don't have to lean over to me. I, they can't see it." <laughs> he goes, "Imagine Matt is leaning <laughs> over to you right now." He goes, "Guys, 
this guy's a fucking bumping machine. <laughs> and we're like, oh man, we're going to might learn something from this guy. Yeah. He shows up, throws a couple back bumps, then wants to power bomb Gary and then hit us all with a steel chair in the back. Which even then, like, I knew, I was like, this, I tell you, you're not hitting me with a fucking chair. I don't care how long I, you've been in the business. You tell me right now, Stone Cold Steve Austin busts through that door and goes, Brother, I need to hit you with a steel chair. Yeah, if Austin, sure, but this guy wasn't fucking Steve Austin. But he was a he, bump machine. He was delivering pizzas before he got to the fucking place. <laughs> I, I just, he took the dominoes off the top anyway, of his car. Like, I, man, this just can't be the way it is. But yeah. keep your right, go into. Yeah, we didn't like each other originally. You know. Because I'm a weird motherfucker. We thought you were just weird, but you thought we were going to be the click. Because there was me. Yeah. There was Gary. Our was friend who named we can't yeah, name. And then there and was our buddy Murray. Doug that all kind of started training together, the four of us. Yeah, I and thought you, like. Yeah, you thought we were going to be the click. And kick me out. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I'm a very insecure person. Like, I've, I've come a long way in it, but, like, I have a lot of social, social um, like, issues yeah. that I, I just don't share. And you'll never hear me talking to him again. <laughs> but yeah, you thought we were going to be the click. Be mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to treat me the way Vega thinks we treat him. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that is like, so, you know, we're going to fast forward through a lot of this because the fans won't know any of these people. And none yeah. of it, like, so, you know, we, we have our shitty training. Uh, the XWA is the name of what this promotion was going to be. They have their show. It was fucking horrible. Like 40 people there. My grandmother was a part of it. My, my mom was there. Uh, my mother was there. Well, <laughs> we're also skipping over uh, one of the big things, and that's uh, Nick Tyson, the man who well, was that, 600 bucks. It. We're getting to it. Well, no, hasn't he already hasn't no, he come in yet? No, no. No? Okay. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. on that XWA show. So, But he wasn't. We hadn't known him long. Yes. It's really weird. So I'm in high school at this time, getting ready to be done with it. And a dude I hung out with in high school had worked at Kohl's. Yeah. And he knew, he's like, he's like, what like, foreshadowing? Right, no shit. Like, he says, like, oh, hey, there's a guy I work with at Kohl's. He unloads trucks. Like, he does some wrestling too. Turns out it's Nick Tyson. So I'm like, hey, I, you know, let's have him come down here, blah, blah, you know, whatever. Have him come hang out with us. Well, we trained with him one time and we're like, holy fuck, like, this guy is good. Yep. Yeah. Or, well, he's way fucking better than what we've been dealing with. Which is Lacey. So I end up, like, talking him into training us pretty much. I'm like, yep. dude, like, we're fucked if you don't train us. Like, come you on, You beg, man. I think. I borderline. Like, I like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, because if he, if he didn't, we were going to be. We were going to be we, just we, as good be as talk, we, we wouldn't be talking on this podcast. Because, yeah, I mean, we would have been fucked. So he agrees. Uh, so then that's when we roll into the first show. Um, do we want to talk about our characters on that first yeah, show? Yeah, sure, because like, they were like what we wanted. To, like Our characters on the first show, XWA, were like us. So uh, yeah, like they were like what we thought would be cool and badass. So I'll go first, All right. and I'll talk about Gary. <laughs> Gary was extreme Gary J. He had rubber band necklaces, wrist bracelets, and those Jeff Hardy things, because that's who he wanted to be. Right. He wanted to be the Jeff Hardy, Rob Van Dam... Uh, guy, because your first match was, was a hardcore match. Was yeah, he was just Jeff Hardy. Because uh, he had a, his first match with Lacey was hardcore. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you can talk about yourself. I didn't even... I mean, I thought the name Prodigy was cool. Yeah. I like the rapper Prodigy. Yeah. Uh, and that's about it. I mean... What'd I you come know, out to? 50 Cent. Wankster? I liked rap music. I, <laughs> I, I grew up in the fucking ghetto. I, I was a fucking ghetto kid. I... Just what I was, and that's what I knew. And if it wasn't for, if I wasn't in that ring doing that wrestling at that time, I'd probably be in jail. So for me, it was like that was just what I knew. And there's no way to really translate what I used to do before wrestling and so like won't do it. my upbringing. There's yeah. no way to like transition that into the world of wrestling. So this was like the only thing I could think of. And that's what I did. And it just, obviously, it was stupid. It didn't work. But that that's what I was thinking with the character. Yeah. Uh, mine was Havoc. Mm-hmm. I was an over-the-top baby face because I was into comics and shit. And I have, like, my, my I still have the shirt, I think, somewhere. is a the Super HT. That was my gear. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about our ge- our initial gear in a minute. Was uh was a black t-shirt with silver Superman logo with an H instead of an S. 
cut off um, workout pants, mm-hmm. and then Mason Hunter's boots because he loaned me his boots that show because otherwise I was gonna wear like Adidas yeah. that were like blue, and he's like. Oh, they don't match. You need to wear black too. And he gave me his boots for that one show. Right. My my oh, gear good. was just khaki pants, fucking cut off like a jersey type shirt. Uh-huh. But you know, Gary's gear was what to, you well, think Jeff Hardy is to get like this is how long ago that was and how things have changed. So my opponent was going to be Doug, our, our buddy. Yeah. He shatters his fucking ankle before the show practicing in Gary's. In the parking lot with our friend whose name we can't say, so, sitting on the back of the truck. I remember. Right. So now he's off the show. So they're going to have me wrestle Gary. He's also a, in the a, hospital. In a mask. Uh-huh. So they put a brassiere on Gary. Yeah. And they call him Frankie the Flamer. Whose brassiere was it? Uh, Dawn's, I think. Yeah. But could you imagine nowadays someone doing some shit like that? Even back then. It's like, I can't oh, believe... I was like, I can't believe we're actually fucking doing this. And I believe they called him Frankie the Flamer because they were all fighting. Like, not Lacey, but, like, the other people that were helping with this promotion. Derek Davis and Rick Ruby and those pieces of you, shit. You can say their name. Brutality Incorporated. I think uh, they could be... I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, they can come find me and correct me. But I'm pretty sure they were fighting with Frank Reed at this time. Who was a fucking who's a promoter still, but whatever. I watch his stuff and on I YouTube. And I think that that's why they called Gary Frankie the Flamer as a fucking shot at that dude. But either, it's none of this is that's not important. It's fucking stupid, and that's why I knew even when we were doing this, like this can't be what this <laughs> is because this is fucking ridiculous. I thought this was perfect. This is wrestling. The, the, uh, I wrestled Stephen Kennedy that show. Yeah, and I actually went to his house to practice our match in his backyard. With uh, Kid Lightning, what was that kid's name? Was it? That Kid was Lightning? it. That was yeah, it, it was Kid yeah. Lightning. And like he would show me moves on Kid Lightning, and then we'd walk through them. And what a fucking disaster! It was a great match, dude. Missed a super kick by a mile. Yeah. You can find these matches on YouTube. I think Raw put them up somewhere. Yeah, you just have to look us up. Yeah, we'll but, not. We won't tell you how. Um. Yeah, horrible. I mean, me and Gary's mad. I just, and your brother gets involved. No, that was an LWA. Oh, you're right. But okay. my brother is in the crowd. He is. Um. It's just horrible, but lucky for us, like Adam Raw comes to this. And yep. the reason he came to this show, and he may not admit it today, but the reason he was there is because he legitimately believed one of us was going to die on this show because we weren't well trained. He's, like, he? so, he's like, someone's going to get seriously fucking injured. I mean, so he in, wanted to come. In fairness <laughs> to him, there was a good chance. Like, if you watch Gary and Lacey, oh. Lacey doesn't, it's not that he takes liberties, he just doesn't know better at the time. Right. Lacey was on the same level as we were during this part. It's <laughs> just, it's just he happened to have some more matches for these, ev- like, just equally as shitty places, but. You can't fault him for any of this because he didn't know any better. Because mm-hmm. the people that were showing him didn't know any better. Oh, it was horrible. So this horrible fucking show wraps up. We have it on VHS somewhere, I think. And luckily, Adam Raw talks Jordan Lacey into putting the ring in his garage. Adam Raw sees an opportunity here to start his own promotion. Wait, him, yeah. him and his buddy Jordan Taylor. Oh, hold on. A quick side story. Uh, the ring canvas for this show. Well, the whole ring breaks during the show. Yeah, uh, and uh, the, but beforehand, Dawn spent a whole day painting it, hand remember? painting it though, but with, with, with paint you would use on the wall. Yeah, or so the the ring it canvas cracked. Yeah, and so we had to flip it upside down, which she was real fucking upset <laughs> oh, about. She was crying because she put a lot of time into that, <laughs> and no one knew any better. This yeah. was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Nightmare Another Nick shit Johnson. show that we're sitting front row at. <laughs> Hashtag shit fans. We're involved in this fucking thing. <laughs> it, it was horrible. During the show, ring breaks, me, Gary, this girl whose name I couldn't tell you, just some redheaded girl who was a manager, and Mason Hunter are under the ring trying to fix it. There's a match going on. Yeah. Someone hit someone off the side of the ring, and you can hear I, one of us yell, Hey, don't bump in there. <laughs> the fucking show's going on. <laughs> And we're underneath this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. That's... It's horrible. <laughs> Great. So okay. anyway, this fucking shit wraps up. <laughs> yeah. I'm questioning my life decisions already, and I don't... And I'm not even smart enough into the business to know, like, 100% this isn't how it is. But I know enough to know... <laughs> Something's like, wrong no here. no fucking way. Yeah. And if it is, 
I'm going back on to getting back into the street life because I'm not fucking with this. This is horrible. You're going to get on Def Jam Vendetta? But, but, but luckily, uh, Adam Raw talks Lacey into putting the ring in his garage. Him and Jordan Taylor are going to start LWA. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how our real training begins. And that's with Adam Raw and Nick Tyson. Mm-hmm. And then we get different characters. Uh, Gary becomes the bar now. Because he be- smells. I become the European scumbag. Because you smell. And you become Evangelist. Because I smell. There's not a whole lot to get into with those, like, origin, but, like, for me, it was completely different, because I was playing a European European character. I had no accent. Yeah, never did. They didn't want me to, because the actual, like, back in the LWA days, they had bios on there. Yeah. So, the European scumbag, Pierre Abernathy's bio was... Oh, you weren't even Pierre Abernathy at the time. You were just a European scumbag. Well, no, the bio, though, was that I was an American named Mm -hmm. Paul Abernathy, who hated America so much and its ideals and blah, 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 that I changed my name to Pierre... I thought it and, was Paul Adams because they were making I, fun I think of it was whatever. Abernathy. So I changed my name to Pierre, uh, but you know, over the years that gets lost in translation. But that yeah. was my original character and the backstory. I still didn't have gear right away. I wore like swishy pants and had that European frilly fucking shirt. <laughs> I think it was actually an like an African style shirt or something. Yeah, who knows, man? But it was, you know, I wore a scarf and a beret, that was which that. again. Coming from where I did, I if I got caught wearing that in the neighborhood, they'd fucking kill me yeah, <laughs> with my with my ass. But that was you were very European. I checked my pride at the door when it came to wrestling, and I did it. And it is what it is. And you were a uh, and reverend. Gary, yep, we'll talk about Gary because he can't talk for himself. Uh, he was the barn owl because they thought he smelled. Gary the B.O. Well, they thought he smelled. They had these little inside jokes against all of us, and Gary's was, because you, you wouldn't wear fucking great clothes to the fucking training, so Gary would just wear whatever to training, so they had just assumed, like, oh, this guy must not shower. We're going to call him Gary the B.O. And just mm-hmm. dumb shit like that. Because in fairness, before Sam convinces Sam to move it into the garage, mm-hmm. before Raw convinces Lacey, this is the, our, our ring's in the field. Right. So we've wrestled in rain and oh, in yeah. snow, tra- oh, trained in rain and snow. Um, so like, yeah. So the, Which is why you fast forward to years later, that Anarchy ring is the same ring we trained in. So yep. all that weather and for years that ring was stored outside and... And that's why it took such a fucking pounding over the years is because of that. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was the reverend. I don't remember why. I think they just thought I was like really charismatic because I was the babyface. I don't and, know why they wanted you to be the reverend. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's a, there's a joke there that we don't know yet. Right. Um, and so it was weird because like I I was Catholic at the time. Like I was I'd grown up that so I was like okay, uh, I can do this. So I got a Bible from my mom. And I kind of started reading through it, finding weird passages or weird things. Because in my first uh, debut, I read from the Bible and then talked about duct tape next to Jesus. Yeah. And um, they really liked the character. The match, I don't remember who I wrestled. Was it Paul Parker the first time? I don't remember. Yeah. No, it wasn't Paul Parker. Was it? Was it, it was uh, Kennedy again, yeah. but it's a baby face. Yeah. And then, um, and then I ruined the character the next show. So... The smart thing, I thought, is I don't believe Sam really liked... All right, so we're going to call Adam Raw, Adam Raw, and we'll, yeah. cook it, and we'll call Lacey, Lacey, because yeah. that way people get confused. Because they're both named Sam. So I don't think Adam Raw liked us at first, mm-hmm. but he did have a good idea to where he gave us these outlandish characters yeah. because we couldn't wrestle yet. Like, mm-hmm. I mean... And it was smart to do. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I can, I mean, I know they didn't like us because actually, what made all of us friends initially was I had gone to training one day without you guys. Yeah, and they shit all over you guys to me, and I stood up to you. I stood up to them for you, and came to your apartment complex yep. unannounced and was like, "Hey, like, what the fuck?" Yeah, and that's when like yeah. we all sat down and talked for like yep. hours. And that's like, you know what? That's actually right. That's probably what started our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> is that. Yeah, you came out because they would do the same thing when we would go out, Jordan, and they would shit all over you. And then, yeah, we all came together and we're like, oh, wow, 
That's what they're doing. And we had that big fucking meeting at training the next day where we called Sam out and he got fucking mad. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a disaster. Like, but That worked for us. Right. So, you know, that's kind of, I guess, where our friendship starts. But, yeah. uh, you know, we did those characters for a while. Uh, you, I, I always, during the LWA run, stay being Pierre Abernathy, but mm-hmm. you do have a transition yep. to a underwear model. Yep, Evangelistico. Yep, and that's where Evangelistico starts. Yep, because originally Evangelist, Evangelist. Right. So this starts with this fantastic video, I guess. Like, we couldn't get away with it now, but mm-hmm. you lose a match. To Ryan Ash. The fucking lights go out. Titantron, we'll say, comes on. And there's someone dressed as God yeah. talking to you. So good. It's the, Daffron, isn't it? Uh, no. Well, I know it wasn't him. I don't. Okay. I think it was like someone. But was it, it Naze? Was, no, it wasn't. Naze, Naze was a fan. Uh, I thought uh, he still did some of the filming stuff. No. Uh, some strip, strip tease music starts playing. God disrobes. He's a nothing but a thong and starts dancing. And you become the underwear model. Evangelistico. Evangelist. <laughs> yep. And then I start teaming with Ryan Ash, and that's right. one of my favorite like runs of that like time frame. Right, I had a blast with him. Well, they we did that really good fucking false retirement angle that you yeah. did with Raw. That was really good shit. Yeah, you can see now like these full matches aren't available, but if you go to the Anarchy YouTube, there are a lot of highlight reels on there from old LWA shows, and if you watch some of those, you can see the characters evolve through that time. Mm-hmm. So. I was always Pierre. There was a time, though, they wanted me to change my gimmick. Remember Eric Del Bueno? Yeah. They wanted me to kind of become that gimmick. Not the be boxer not or the aardvark? The boxer. But okay. not be Eric Del Bueno. But they, they wanted a transition to be me being a different character. But by that time, I had put so much time and effort and into like what three I was... three pairs of gear. ...than what I was doing. I was like, I don't really want to change. But really, looking back on everything now, I kind of wish I would have changed because... You know, it was difficult as we start traveling and getting bigger bookings and trying to branch out, being Pierre Abernathy and having no accent. Uh, having and, nothing, really. Just the brain. Right, and trying to explain to people how that makes sense. I do wish, because at that time I had been in the business maybe three years at this point where they mm-hmm. want me to change. And mm-hmm. if I would have did that, I probably, you know, it would have been a lot easier to explain things. So, you know, looking back on it, maybe I should have did that. But. Yeah. Gary remained the Barnell the whole time. He was a night owl for a period. But that was when you were in charge more. And that was a right. couple of years later. We don't need to get into uh, Our buddy uh, uh, Eric Del Bueno was a boxer or something first. And then he, he became the aardvark. And then he went heel back to Eric Del, Del Bueno. He had good music. Yeah, gasoline music. Yeah. <laughs> we would, what was the joke? Like, one, two, three, he's out. And they're disappointed. <laughs> Yeah. It was like Tallyman Gasolina, Tallyman, yeah. and it's over. <laughs> so then, I guess we can just move on ahead into when we start tagging. Well, yeah, because like at this time you started actually wrestling for Gateway Championship Wrestling. Yeah, uh, and you want to tell about how that went down because that's a, a Christ, fun little story. You, you know, I don't the the trial. Well, yeah, me and Gary, as far as I know, <laughs> were the only two people that ever tried out for GCW by having a match in front of the whole locker room. Uh, Nick Tyson, they got booked for GCW. He was doing a lot of stuff with them, and he wanted to get us booked. And for us to get booked, we had the tryout match in front of the boys. Hell yeah, brother! And then uh, uh, let me shake your hand real quick. Brother, yeah, brother, that, brother. that happened in Overland. We I think we got on like the next show. And we we wrestled each other in Cape, and we kind of just did their little loop working each other. And then I wanted to uh, get you in. Yep. So uh, because at the time, like as much as we can kind of like talk about Gateway's booking, like it was almost an every week gig. Oh right. Like you in know, ring, here's where we start. Like right. I have time. I have my opinions obviously on Jim and Crystal and all that shit, but GCW. We didn't we didn't make a fucking dime, but it was worth it then because we were getting work every single weekend, multiple Sometimes times. Too, yeah, and we needed it then. We we weren't good yet. We we needed those reps, and we were getting them. We didn't have to travel four or five hours away from home at that time to get them. Mm-hmm. And it almost was like a perfect storm in a way. 
we got those reps at Gateway without having to lose a ton of money. Like we were just able to get the reps. So then by the time GCW goes away, now we're able to start traveling, which we were still losing money at first when we were traveling, but we were better at that time. So mm-hmm. we got to really hone our craft locally, having a lot of good, like a lot of matches before we had to like start traveling to get that experience. Um, and speaking of, sh- of questionable booking experiences, you and I start teaming in a match in uh, uh, Mount Vernon. Thank you, and it's because we were gonna wrestle. Yeah, we have to, the the match is online somewhere, and like we schmoz around for a bit, wrestle for like we actually have like a serious wrestling match for like three minutes. Then cabal. Like, then cabal. Then we hug. Yeah, and we're just like we're gonna be a team now, and then here comes the Wookie, cabal. Choke slams us both, right? At the same time, yep. And uh, at the time, I was Evangelistico, as we said. Yeah. But Ben didn't want me to call go by that name. so I, I, I don't know why. That was so weird, right? Yeah, I don't know I why. I had to change my last name. To, well, they wouldn't let me be... they Because I was still You had doing, to cut European scumbag out right, of They called me the European legend. Like, they were like, well, why would you call yourself a scumbag? Yeah. Or, you know, fast forward years later, like the same reason Marty Scroll calls himself a villain. It could have mm-hmm. worked. Bastards. Yeah, that's right. We were the original Bullet Club. Enjoy, boys. <laughs> that's quite a jump. But all right. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, fuck uh, it. Yeah, I mean, we might as well jump on that Bullet Club t-shirt logo <laughs> bandwagon. Fuck it. A little late, but all right. Um, and, and then, so I have to be Evan Petrie. Yeah, the Yvonne under- Petrie. Yvonne Petrie. And then the, the underwear Tra- model. Travis would always call you Yvonne Petrie <laughs> all the time on commentary. Yeah. That was another guy, Travis. He was great at commentary. I actually watched some of that stuff that long ago. Um, I, if you watch two matches in a row with the same people, it was the same commentary. <laughs> I didn't think. I thought he was all right, but he he didn't really stray. Like he had. No, who, who else don't stray? Jim Ross. He's made a hell of a career for himself. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's that's where we start tagging. Yep. And uh, originally we want to call ourselves the European yeah, Express. Yeah, we, we wanted to be the European Express. We were told. No, we're not going to have an express here. That Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express, which I understood that. Like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. We're not on the level of those guys. Maybe we shouldn't use Express. Yeah. Like, you're going to be the European Union. Fine. Great. Yeah, makes sense. Cool. Two weeks later, Ego Express debuts in GCW. <laughs> so I just thought that was funny. Right. But, uh, yeah, so we were the European Union. We do the tag loop for GCW. We mm-hmm. win their tag belts. We wrestled Gary and Cabal probably 134 times, like in one day, in different towns across Missouri. I mean, but you know, it was a fun run. Like we really, and some of our stuff. I I watched some of this stuff not like a couple weeks ago. Me and Sean and I was like, man, like the matches bell to bell don't really hold up, but like some of our tag shit, I'm like, man, that was actually pretty good. Like, and uh, we had a good run there. We we really learned how to tag there. And that's also what brought you into the submission squad in LWA. Yep. Because if you transfer over to LWA at this time, you have the submission squad and this feud with the bearded men from Space Station 11. And there's no continuity. Like, these are in the same areas. Right. And there's no continuity between them. Right. So, and I didn't like that because not that everything can can have that, but me and you were tagging every weekend. And then in LWA, we were feuding. feuding. So that's when we made the decision to do the turn and that you would join the submission squad. Mm -hmm. So then we start tagging in LWA as a submission squad and GCW as the European Union. Yeah, while the names are different, people are the same. Right. From there, we, you know, GCW has its fucking thing. So, I I mean, I guess we can get into that. It's the only time we probably will. So... LWA starts to take off. I mean, we're drawing really well. We're As we u- previously we're, mentioned. We're using a lot of GCW guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would pay those GCW guys. Yeah. Not a lot. $20. That's yeah. what we paid them. Uh, and, and as we said, when we didn't make any money at Gateway, we literally didn't make money. Right. The deal was they booked you so much, you just but you didn't get paid. Right. Except for certain people. Right. Certain right. people got paid. Yeah, I mean, they would pay the Kansas City guys. Yep. I think they paid Travis, the announcer. Kevin X. Like, you know, they're big names. Like, their top guys got Cameron paid. Cameron Cage. But yeah. the, the thing about it is, there came a time, though, where we were starting to travel. 
and we were getting our names out there. Not that we were big names and we warranted all this money, but we were getting our names out and we were becoming like the most over guys on that card. We were their tag champs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to put their light heavyweight title on Nick Tyson, but he wouldn't he told do them it. no. But we became their most over guys. I remember a conversation I had with Ben where he sh- he said some shit to me because when Gary would go out there, he would be Gary J, but the fans, it would all hoot because he was Gary DeBarnow still mm-hmm. in LWA and he was over. And so I had made a decision that it's only fair that we make what they make. 20 bucks. <laughs> right. So I emailed Ben. I say, hey, look, I would like it if we could start getting paid. You can pay us what we pay your guys, mm-hmm. and I think that is fair. He did not want to do that. <laughs> so we were fired from GCW, and his guys couldn't work. I'm trying to get you to quit, LWA. Well, yeah, that, we'll he, that he, he, that became a thing where now they couldn't work for us anymore, and we couldn't work for them anymore. Mm-hmm. There is a fun story where he did try to get me to quit LWA yeah, and come was... help book GCW. That day. And I'm sure there'll be some people that would say that conversation never happened, but it did in East Prairie, Missouri, yeah. during their show outside where he pulled me aside and asked if me and Nick Tyson would be willing to leave LWA and come book GCW. I remember when he came back in, you were like, brother, you guy, I'll tell you in a minute. And he walked by and he had like tears in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Uh, another GCW thing is we made up this thing called, and this was immature and unprofessional of us, yeah. but we'd have this thing called NGP that we'd write on our fucking wrist tape and we would yell out matches before we'd hit a move and it stood for not getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> and we had thought that we were good friends with Trent Stone, so we let him in on the joke and he stooged us off to Sean Vincent, who stooged us off to the office and yeah. that and there was a big, big big meeting but billy and cj thought it was funny so it doesn't right, matter right. it was unprofessional though yeah but uh gary's eating nuts again in case you hear that but that was the end of our gcw run the ngp joke and then me asking if we could start making a little bit like 20 bucks because that's what we paid their guys the ngp also brought a meeting if you'll remember they yeah. set us all down at the training center and then big speeches were given and then my favorite part of the speech well, there's two. My, my two favorite is, like, like, I don't want to say these people's names because I don't want to give them the time of day, but, like, there was a big speech, like, I can bring in guys from Kansas, and I can pay them. And Chicago. It's like, Chicago. And it's like, well, that's what we want. Right, and you'd have to pay them more than $20. Like, yeah. That's what I never got is your your job would get threatened there all the time, mm-hmm. and but yet you're not paying us. You could have. And it was $20. That's all we were asking for. But yeah. Yeah, we're spending too much time on this. But uh, that was the end of our GCW run. And then we were just tagging an LWA uh, as just a submission squad. Mm-hmm. And we went to ACW, did some good stuff there. We're submission not, squad still. Not going to really get into all that. But that was just us as a submission squad. So that, and that guess, was, like, that was uh, that, yeah, and not to get too much into it, but like ACW is kind of where we were able to, to nurture these characters. You right. know what I mean? Like, you can find all these promo videos online where, like, our personality really, really starts to shine. Right. Now. We start doing the funny videos with Vega. Like, he's in the submission squad at this point. We're doing all these funny videos. Athena joins. We start doing funny videos. Like, that was, yeah, that's kind of where, like, all the character stuff, like, gets over. Mm-hmm. But the next time you see a different incarnation of the submission squads when we do the submission impossible stuff. Yep. So the bullet point that uh, uh, no, there's a part you don't like to talk about, what? and that's me and Vega because Kenny G, rest in peace, uh, our friend ran HVW. Yeah, you wanted that stupid bandana mom. Oh no, he didn't want us to be the submission squad, but he wanted to team us up. Right. So well, he wanted Vega to be in a tag team, but Johnny Vinyl couldn't do it, so it had to be me, and we couldn't be the submission squad. <sighs> so we can't. We just came up with a name, and we thought it was funny. Right. And we had silly accents at first, and yeah, we were the bandana mafia. And then that then that transitioned to you coming in, and basically we were the submission squad under the name the Bandana Mafia. Right, and for some reason it, it even stuck. Like 
Yeah. A year or two later, we had to still be the Bandana Mafia. And this now at this time, we're really getting our names out there. It would be make more sense if we were just... I mean, we're still the longest it, it, trios it, champion. Uh, yeah. I think fucking Crime Fighter would still call us the Bandana Mafia years after the company didn't even exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the, another incarnation was the Submission Impossible. So that starts because... Quackenbush is starting that Wrestling Is series yep. where they're doing the YouTube shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert yeah. Evans, who we became friends with in ACW, has now moved to Philadelphia. Which, that's a whole story. And he wants us to be a part of it. He yeah. thinks it'd be a good idea. We could play off of our 2009 King of Trios match. And Quackenbush agrees. So... Pretty much what this is now is he's tweaked our characters. Like I'm wearing, I have a monocle and a top hat and a mm-hmm. fucking long cigarette. cigarette. You're an army I'm, guy. I'm a G.I. Joe, basically. Right. Yeah. Vega's a Ghostbuster and Gary the Barn Owl is back again. But this time he has a fucking mask and a feather cape. That Robert so, makes himself. I so, make the cape, he makes the mask. So it's like Chikara's version of what our characters probably should have been in 2009. And we do these videos... We won't get too much into the videos because we'll probably do a whole one about the videos, the redemption maybe. of the whole right. Chicago so, storyline. Yeah. So the videos, that's a separate story, but so that that's just we won't even talk about it. Other than that's what these characters were. They mm-hmm. moved. so we did that incarnation. Our gear changed up, I believe. Right. That guy literally right. has the Ghostbusters jumpsuit. Right. He wrestled in the jumpsuit. Yeah, I had uh, camo tights made. Uh, I, they, they wanted me to look like Sergeant Slaughter. Right. And so I had that, and then I had the beret. I took one of your berets. Right. Yep. And then had the um, Submission Squad na- uh, logo, which my friend Margaret drew up, which is basically the Ghostbuster logo. Right. Uh, some people have caught that, but there it is officially. Um, I had it made into patches, and mm-hmm. I put them on different things. I've lost everything that has been patched except for the beret. <laughs> yeah, and then we had the Mission Impossible music, yep. which is what Quack wanted. Mm-hmm. And we did that gimmick for all those Wrestling Is promotions when they were around and for Chikara. We did that, and last time we did those are when me, Gary, and Vega did trios. So yeah, because the barn owl was around a couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean honestly, that's one of my biggest wrestling regrets. Like I had some real personal business to take care of, but I regret not being able to do it. That's probably my biggest one. Yep. Sad. Our next incarnation would be the commission, right? Yep. Well, this will be a fun one to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> I think the fans might like this one. So we do the commission at Metro Pro. The backstory, yeah. yeah. We, I mean, we said we were not going to hold stuff back on here. Okay. So the backstory with that is um, Chris Goff runs Metro Pro now. I mean, obviously in Kansas City, you know by now that me and Chris have become close. He got me my job at NWL. I consider Chris a close friend. But Metro Pro ran for years before that, and we were never there, and we couldn't figure out why. Yeah. So come to find out, uh, you know, ACH moves to St. Louis. And who does he live with? Me. <laughs> and he has this killer match with Wyatt. So Wyatt, of course, puts him over to Chris. Chris books ACH for Metro, but ACH is living here with no car at the time. So he has to book somebody for Albert to get there. Mm-hmm. So he books Vega. And they go up there, and Albert, of course, kills it with Wyatt, but Vega kills it with uh, Michael Berry. Yeah. And they have a really good match. And come to find... Michael Berry is Flex Serba. Yeah, no, no, no. Wasn't Vega the NWA Missouri champion at this point, too? Or had that already happened? Fuck, I don't know. Okay. So... Vega is an NWA legit champion. Come to find out, (laughs) like, you know, Chris goes up to Vega, and Albert's like, wow, like, you guys are way better than the people that were coming up here, you know, that are coming up here with, with Dynamo. And... Uh, he ends up getting my number from Vega. He calls me, and I pres- I now learn from him that, you know, Dynamo people were burying us to Chris, telling him not to do business with us, we were shitty people, and that we sucked, and that that's why he never reached out, because he was being told how terrible of people we were. Mm-hmm. So we have, like, a our, our first conversation was, like, a two-and-a-half-hour phone conversation, where we're talking about all this and i'm telling him well you know they just don't like us a whole bunch of shit happened which i'm but, sure maybe but, we'll get into but uh no we're not pieces of shit and mm. our promotion is very good and we were decent in the ring i mean we're not evil 
Well, he wants tag teams, but he don't necessarily want the submission, the submission squad. squad. He wanted to, and they were doing something at the time where they were looking for two people because they, our gimmick, the commission was a rib on the state athletic commission in Kansas City. They wanted a the standard par- committee of athletic right. Morse. They wanted Scam. A, they wanted a parody off of them. So I thought, like, well, we don't care. Like, we'll do whatever. And that's how the commission was born. And we really dove into those characters. And, and to be quite honest with you, I, I, the commission is my favorite thing we did. I, I Yeah, it's definitely one of them. I, I, I wish we would have gotten the, 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 the slacks earlier. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We start where we start with the commission wearing normal gear, but we have at least button ups and ties. Right, we you have the hat. We eventually transition over to slacks, but I love doing the commission. Like when we were heels and had the multiple size rule books and putting, <laughs> yeah. and, and putting gimmicks in the rule book. I had razors in it one right. day because we were going to shave the hooligans. Right, there was yeah. there was just a lot of fun and. I had a knife in there one time. Remember that? Like, yeah. he pulls out, what the? It was like, oh, but it was like a decoy book. Right. We got creative with it. I, I think Chris really liked it because we embraced it. Like, we, we ran with it mm-hmm. instead of being like, well, we've been the submission squad for 12 years yeah. and we were over and we're not changing. We, we embraced these new characters. We got them over. We were the most hated people in Kansas City. Then we were the most over people in Kansas City. And we were the last Metro Pro Tag Champs. Are we? Oh, yeah, we were. Mm-hmm. So then, And we got the team with your favorite team ever. Oh, yeah, the demolition shit. You got to come out to Axe and yep, Smash. In their face paint. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, to their theme music. Yeah, Rob we, painted our face. Rob painted our faces so our face paint looked better than Demolitions. <laughs> that is funny. They even made fun of us yeah, for that. Yeah, your uh, paint looks better You might know us. him as WWE artist Rob Shammy Shamberg. I'm not sure that's his last name. <laughs> but yeah, he, he was a big Metro guy, and uh, he painted our faces, and, and we looked fucking good. Yeah, we looked fantastic. <laughs> but that's our story of how... Uh, <laughs> How we got in the Metro, that's kind of like the commission story. Uh-huh. Uh, from there, I mean, that's kind of where I almost pretty much ride off into the sunset. Like, uh, I, I didn't have any other characters after that. You uh-huh. go on to do... Nothing. Nothing at all. I, I go on to create a dolphin that I stole. Uh, I didn't steal. Um, but yeah, like, and actually all the Metro stuff you can find online. Like, that never got taken down. Yeah, it's all there. But, like, it's not really in great... Well, actually, it kind of is in a good order, because, like, it's a TV order. Right. But, like, our stuff is just mixed in there. So you have yeah. to, you kind of have to look. But we're right. there. I really enjoyed it. I thought our promos were fun. Yep. Uh, even, Miss Natural was a good addition when yeah. she was in there for a bit. Uh, even though Girthy hated us personally, uh, I thought we did good business with him. <laughs> he did. Yeah, I know. He didn't like us. Um, None of them, like, Mark Sterling hated us. Oh, yeah. Still does. Oh, well. I talk video game. I like Mark. Like, that's the problem. I think I like too many people that dislike me. Um <laughs> Again, that's why I thought you were the click early. Oh, man. Uh, a lot of social issues, man. Um, yeah, uh, when I was in Texas one day, we went to the arcade down there, and Ricky Starks won an inflatable dolphin. Yeah. And he left it in my car the whole time. So I travel, we traveled back to St. Louis. I popped the trunk, and there he is, Shawshank the Dolphin. Uh, Ricky Starks is a, is a, is a giver of in wrestling. I, um, I'll stand by it. Well, yeah, that dolphin got over big. That dolphin has more highlight reels than I do. <laughs> that dolphin is more over than I. I think. I, th- I think somebody once, as I came out without Shawshank, when I was being serious, mm-hmm. and I like I had to fight Dom or something. So I heard somebody like whisper in my ear, like, "Hey, I wish you'd go back and get that dolphin, and you would die." Gee, that yeah. might have been me. Actually, I think it was Gary at the time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like uh, Shawshank the dolphin or something funny, like. I know he's not really different, but like that Evan is different from other Evans because that right. Evan, like I always played that Evan that he had brain trauma because of like uh, just get into Buddy Shepherd. <laughs> you caught me stalling, <laughs> you sneaky man. Uh, yeah, so I got on the phone call with you and Chris and Major. Was that other guy on the phone? No. Okay, good because I don't remember him. It's, it's, I don't even know if Major was. It's just me, you, and Chris. Was it okay? Well, because they already had. They didn't have the name, but they had the whole character, like, we want this. And then it was more like, what do you want to do with it kind of thing. Yeah. Well, because I had already played Evangelist. Right. So, like, this was basically yeah, I told them that. Buddy they, Love, or Brother Love. And, right. You know. They wanted, like, the Evangelist character. And I told Chris, I was like, well, Evan would be perfect for this. He's done this character before. 
And Chris was like, well, that's great. He can do it. Like it was either going to be him. Yeah. Or, who else uh, was it going to be again? I can't remember his name. Jack Gamble. Jack Gamble. Yeah. yeah it was either going to be you or Jack Gamble. And I was like, well, what did it, didn't Jack Gamble become like a kung fu fighter? Yeah. Yeah. For like, one well, show. I, I was like, I don't know. You know his work when it comes to this kind of a character. I'd never seen. It. I go, but I know that Evan can do it because he's done it before. Yeah, I and, can uh, wear a, a suit three sizes too big now too. I've been eating a lot of pizza, uh, and that uh, can uh, shake his hands and may and look like an ass. But uh, it was the Buddy Shepherd's my favorite thing. God, that was so funny. Well, what's funny is originally he was supposed to be a heel too. Well, yeah, good God, that didn't work. Uh, okay, let's go back to the phone call. Sorry, it's uh, it's me. Let's just say it's me, you, and Chris on the line. Yeah. We're going through, and really, I think the longest thing that it took was the name, because mm-hmm. originally he wasn't going to be called Buddy Shepherd. Mm-hmm. But like I had, I had a bunch of like I had like five serious names. Where if it was like a really religious thing, it was like uh, Lucifer. Like I basically was gonna, not Lucifer. Lucifer. <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Uh, well, no, technically in the Bible, his name's Lucifer Morningstar. So one of the names I had was like Gabriel Morningstar. Lucifer. Lucifer. What was the name though that we were gonna go with, but then it turned to Buddy Shepherd? There was one that was like really gonna be used, but it was. Turned out to be too sexual. Like, it would have been too obvious. Oh, no, I don't. I had them all written down. I remember that we settled on something flowers. Didn't you say you wanted to call him Buddy Rose? Yeah, because I forgot (laughs) Buddy Rose existed on the phone call. uh... Well, because I came up with Buddy, because I like the Buddy thing. Right. Um, It was either going to, to me, it was either going to be Buddy Shepard or, no, it was Gideon Morningstar, because I liked a show called Gravity Falls. Never mind. Anyway, Buddy Shepard. Buddy Shepard. Uh, because to me, there were multifacets to Buddy Shepard because the initials are BS because that's what yeah. he was. He was full of bullshit. Um, well, he, supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, he could call everybody buddies yeah. and he could be the main one. He was the shepherd, which like I kind of bring up later uh-huh. uh, in the flock for Gary. Um, yeah, that, that was a legit thing. Gary doesn't believe me, but that was a legit like thing I thought about would be funny. I could, Lucifer. <laughs> No, it was that would fucking have been a different take on the character. Yeah, it was Gideon Morningstar is the name. I just couldn't remember. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that we originally when we ended the call, it, his name was Buddy Flowers. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then I, I I voxed Chris and I was like, I really don't like that. Can I please be Buddy Shepherd? Yeah. And Chris was like, I don't give a fuck. Just do it. <laughs> and little did we know, like. I knew when they made the music. I was like, yeah. this is fucking going to be... And then you came out fucking dancing on that first show. I was like, number one, I was like, no way in hell this is going to be a heel character. Like, I mean, if they wanted me to, I could have figured like, it out. I, was like, this, oh, I made it work in Kansas. Oh, if it was going to be heel, we should have went with Lucifer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just cut right to the... Lucifer! <laughs> um, but still be Shepard. Lucifer Shepard. Lou Shepard. Um, and originally, uh, I didn't cut a promo the first time I came out because mm-hmm. Connor got beat mm-hmm. by, I think, Murder or was it Letterman? Either one. Murder. Yeah. Murder. Um, I came out and like Derek's my agent because at the time, NWO had agents. We always and, had agents. Well, yeah. Okay. So the whole just time. Just being me at the end. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Oh, Strider too. Strider. Um, and like, yeah, Derek was the agent for the whole bit. Mm-hmm. And he never said I cut a promo. So I come out, I dance, I flip in the ring. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't have the cape at this point, unfortunately, because no. God, I wish I did. Uh, but I, 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 yeah, you go through the whole deal, and yeah. then you come back. I go, hey man, why the fuck didn't you cut the promo? No, I was never told. To. Yeah, I never like, like I was never told. You. Yeah, Derek didn't tell us. Um, so yeah, and then like from there it takes off. Like Connor joins the buddies because originally the story was like. I was supposed to, because Connor was like a wealthy kid trying to earn his own. Yeah, you were gonna be, you were gonna turn on Connor pretty yeah. quick into the deal, but I, I convinced him not to. I, yeah. I was like, this is well, because I had he, pitched, he's a face. Like, yeah, this, we must not do that. I had pitched Chris like a long term scam with me actually ending up on Murder's team, where I was just like a scam runner for murder on the streets, right. And like that was gonna, and like his name wouldn't have been Buddy Shepard; it would have been something else. But like, right. I owed murder money. Lucifer, Lucifer. <laughs> that's not going away uh i owed murder money and that i was scamming connor out of the money to pay murder right yeah, yeah. and then like yeah and I then it would be that. me because i don't think castle would have been there it would have been me and murder then. right cornell douglas. cornell douglas yes he's a complicated man yeah. i'm so glad i got that theme somehow um yeah and then in kansas i was a big heel like yeah. uh 
I, I was the first one to, to let Roscoe Leach stun him. Cause yeah, it was great. Because didn't other people say no? And I was like, yeah, I, I, I thought everyone said no but me. And I said, this will get over. And this said, no, oh, it's going to be dumb. He can't throw a stunner. I was like, we can teach him. It's not hard. Like, yeah, we, can do we it. spent like 20 minutes going and, over and that. I, the whole fucking office was against me on it. But Major, I was like, he, you know, it finally came down to Major. And he was like, we'll do it, but. You know, pretty much it's your ass if it don't work. I was like, oh, it'll work. And you told me it was my ass if it didn't work. <laughs> it worked. And I, I'll i never forget fucking uh, Strider comes over to earpiece after the pop. And he's like, well, somebody owes Jackson a blowjob. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know who it's going to be. But yeah, uh, it was funny. Yeah, yeah, I like playing Buddy Shepard. He's fun. Like, either way I go with him, like... In St. Louis, if he's just a weird, like, I always look at uh, Buddy Shepard as, like, Joel Osteen. And this is going to sound weird, but when I say it, but, like, I don't believe in Joel Osteen. I think he's sorry a Sorry if man. you're listening to this. Yeah, story. sorry, Joel. But, like, Buddy Shepard as a face is what I would imagine Joel Osteen is if he believed in what he said. Because Buddy, as a face, believes in the buddies. But as a heel, he is every bit what I believe Joel Osteen really is and just a con man and a scam artist. A flimflam man. Lucifer, <laughs> if you will. I'm locking people out. Yeah, I know. We're getting long-winded here. Um, dude, I had fun, though. Whether it was teaming with Strife. Uh, oh, or, yeah, that, yeah, that was, was under oh, The whole buddy thing, man, was so good. I know. All of it was so fantastic. When you would start saying shit in the promos just to pop hoodie because he would edit them. God damn it. <laughs> Every little bit of sexual reference I could fit in. I couldn't say the word wet. I could say moist, yeah. though. And that was so much worse. <laughs> yeah. Major came up to me and goes, hey, you can't say wet in your promo. And I looked him square in the face and go, what about moist? And like, yeah. I didn't say it weird that time. Yeah. I just said, what about moist? He's like, yeah, that's fine. So the promo hits. And then I go, and you're going to be moist. Yeah, then he couldn't say moist no more. <laughs> I got words banned. Uh, and I kept calling Marty my sumptuous New York apple or something weird. Yeah, yeah it was good times. I have fun with him. I like playing him. Um, he's a fun role. Yeah. Ming said that I should quit the business because it's a big sack of shit. can't say that. Oh, I know. You gotta uh, wrap it up. Huh? Yeah, I know. Um, all right, so I, and that was kind of the last character I played. Right. Oh no, uh, I was also day. Super Electro. Well, yeah, but whatever. <laughs> well, I don't want Robert to get all the credit for that. I did a shitload of work in ACW as Super Electro. Yeah. Uh, I'm an ACW Grand Slam champion. Thank you. That's true. So I know a lot of people listened uh, and were like, "Well, wait a minute. Where's the week in wrestling?" And this is where it's going to go. We're going to start putting it on the end of the show because, honestly, we forgot to do it this time. And so we're just going to make it up. Yep. Um, the last time we did a 50-minute-plus episode, it got deleted. So, fingers crossed, this one oh, doesn't. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Um, <laughs> here it is, The Week in Wrestling. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and download each episode. And if you're on iTunes, like um, and uh, leave a comment saying how much you enjoy listening to us ramble about random wrestling shit when we're dressed in spandex. <gasps> And here it is, your weekend, Lucifer! Hey guys, this week, uh, there's no, like, thought, food for thought, or um, this week in wrestling. Well, I guess it's this week in wrestling. It's Monday the 11th of February, and uh, our good friend ACH reported to WWE today. And that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, so pretty much the difference between this one and the other ones, we're not going to bitch about anything, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, we could. I mean, we could bitch that Albert didn't take us with him, you know. We, we molded him from clay, and he just left us high and dry. I mean, we are trying to, to make his success our own. So, yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> no, it's really cool. Uh, you know, it's... It's neat. Like we met Albert down in Texas many, many years ago. Yeah. And uh, uh, the first thing we can uh, remember is uh, him versus JC Bravo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's his. I think that was his first ACW match. I'm not real sure. I think it was um, too. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I just that's the first memory of a match of his that I can remember as far as ACW goes. And how did that go for him? Do you remember? Did he? He didn't ask anybody for advice, did he? Any possible future <laughs> best friends? <laughs> he got advice from Davy Vega, and that was always a story he would tell. That Vega like called his frog splash unsafe, or maybe, or he might have told him he needed to get more height with it. I, I don't remember, but 
Albert would always complain about that. But my first real memory of him, like where I remember, like okay, we became friends, was when we stayed at Vince's uh, house in between the Joshi tournament and the Six Flags trip, and me and Gary pretty much just made fun of uh, New Japan just because we knew Biss liked it. Yeah. And so Biss would get mad, and then uh, Albert thought that was funny. And I thought it was cool he let us use, have his bed. He slept on the floor that night because we were from out of town. Yeah. And that was really cool of him to do. I remember uh, the titular line was from uh, Gary, who's not with us eating peanuts right now, obviously. It was, uh, who's even Bruiser Brody anyway? <laughs> Biss would just, yeah, Biss, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> traveling up and down. I remember the first real big thing he did was uh, when we'd go to AIW. And if you listen to the yeah. uh, last podcast we did, you'll know John Thorne put himself over uh, well, you actually, if you're listening to If you're listening to this right now, then you heard us talk about that. That was on this podcast. And no, I'm pretty sure it was the uh, King of Trios one, because we talked about Jack of Trios. Oh. oh, okay, yeah. So, thanks for listening to the product yourself. Uh, no, but seriously, uh, uh, is uh, he did a thirty-minute Iron Man with AR Fox, and I think I remember that's the first like big quote-unquote big thing he did. That's like the first match he had that really blew up. Like he did do the uh, match with at, or at Beyond with AR Fox that got him a lot of press. Uh, then there was this one with AR Fox, and you know. Yeah, none of the matches he had in Anarchy, like, blew him up, but they helped make him into, like, a very good wrestler, and those matches helped put Anarchy, the brand, on the map. That's what was kind of cool about it, is Albert didn't, you know, he wasn't a name at all when he started with Anarchy, but he would keep getting better and better, which made the Anarchy shows become better and better. And it all just kind of snowballed at once. And then, like, through his work at AAW and Japan, I mean, obviously he became a big star. But it's really cool to see somebody's sacrifice and that act, you know, pay off in a big way. It's, uh, yeah, man, like, Albert, we're just so fucking proud of you, man. Like, I know yeah, you'll never you listen wanna... to this. No, he won't listen to this. But if he wants to tweet, if he is, you want to tweet this out, brother, get us a couple extra downloads. Get at us. Hey, get at us, playboy. Help some brother brothers out. That's that. Yeah, really happy for him. I think he'll do. I think he'll do really good stuff there. I mean, he's just a whole different kind of performer than than he was, and like he's a little bit different than some of those other guys there. Like obviously. And obviously those guys are all phenomenal, but, you know, Albert, even though he is a fantastic athlete, his storytelling and his matches, like, he really, that's the part of the craft that he really studied and tried to be the best at. He's very, very good at that, so I think that's going to really give him a uh, leg up on making it there is his storytelling ability is very good yeah and i think it's gonna be nice because he's gonna be comfortable at first because they're letting him keep his name and kind of everything about him you know what i mean so like he doesn't have to go in there and awkwardly be like 
Calvin, I don't know, Coolidge, well, former president. Hopefully, they re- they released that video of him today, and he got to call himself AC. So hopefully, that keeps going. Yeah, I mean that seems to be like what they're doing now. Keith Lee's Keith Lee, Dijak is Dijak, Donovan Dijakovich or know. something. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, they might change what ACH stands for, so who knows. But uh, yeah. uh, until then, uh, just know that we're super, super proud for you. We can't wait to see what the future holds. Um, you hustled and you earned it, man. Like, So congratulations to ACH. Yeah. Uh, WWE don't have to make a documentary now about it. We've pretty much covered it all here. So. Yep. Just give us money for the rights to this seven-minute uh, audio f- clip, and then you're done. A couple of right. pictures of Big Vic and fucking throw a bow on it. Yeah, slap some pictures of Big Vic and, what do you call it, DJ Big Bub? Throw them <laughs> up there. It's all good to go. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our origin story, and uh, good luck to Albert. And if you want to send him well wishes, I'm sure he needs the Twitter followers or whatever. So, you know, go ahead. At GoGoACH. <laughs> Yeah, I guess there's probably not a follow. <laughs> um, so yeah, see you guys in two weeks.